Hi, I'm Natalie Mullen, former people pleaser and queen of doing way too much, turned holistic life coach and wellness educator for purpose-seeking women of color and allies. Welcome to From a Full Cup. On this podcast, I teach you how to use the 12 pillars of wellness to discover your purpose, up-level your well-being, and create the life of your dreams, because we all deserve to be fulfilled, and you simply can't pour from an empty cup. Through candid conversations, insightful interviews, and motivational nuggets, you'll feel inspired, empowered, and supported as together we navigate this thing called life, holistically and with your well-being at the center. If you're committed to personal development and you're ready for more, you're in the right place. Now let's get started. Hey y'all, this is my 31st episode. I'm so happy you're here. And today we are talking about imposter syndrome. I hope you find the episode helpful. And if you do, please share it with someone via text or WhatsApp or IG. So thank you in advance. I appreciate and love you guys so much for listening. Now, before we get into the episode, it is time for the take action segment where we celebrate friends, clients, and listeners who are able to take action and move the needle forward. And this time, we're celebrating one of my friends. I don't want to say her name yet because I think she'd rather me wait until her news is solidified. But all I can say, she sent me logo samples for her product, and I am so proud of her. And it's just been a joy to watch the action that she's been taking to bring her small business to life one step at a time. And um, I just, but I'm sure at some point you'll hear me talk more about that. But anyways, as a side note, I really, really love helping people brainstorm business ideas and bring their business to life from no idea to having an idea to making it a reality. So if you're in that situation, send me a message and let me see how I can support you. And if you've taken action, then please send me an email or a DM so I can celebrate you. Okay, so last week's interview was about authenticity and leadership. Today, we're talking about imposter syndrome, that sneaky false mindset that holds so many of us back from embracing our full potential. So story time. Last week, I was taking a five-day business challenge hosted by Rachel Rogers. So if you don't know Rachel Rogers, she is an author of a book, We Should All Be Millionaires, and she's a business coach and strategist. And her mission is to help women and others who have been historically marginalized and excluded to become millionaires. And so anyways, in this challenge, you know, a part of it is being in a Facebook group and we're all talking and everyone's really open and vulnerable. And a lot of people between the Facebook group and then also on her daily webinars were sharing that they had imposter syndrome. And I mean a lot. And this Imposter syndrome was holding them back from either starting their business or gaining customers or talking about their business or working on their offers. It was just holding them back for a lot of different reasons. And just in case you don't know what imposter syndrome is, let me define it for you. 
So imposter syndrome is a mindset where people, they doubt their accomplishments and fear being considered either unequipped or unqualified, despite evidence of their competency. And their competency might be based on credentials or experience, education, talent, skills, etc. So they are more than qualified to do the thing, but they think that they're not, or they feel like they're not. And it's important to recognize that imposter syndrome is a false mindset because it distorts our self-perception and it makes us feel like we don't deserve success even though we do. Because in reality, our achievements are a result of our hard work, skills, and dedication. So let me give you an example just to make it a little bit more clear. So imagine I'm like, even though I'm a wellness educator, I shouldn't be doing a wellness podcast and shouldn't be doing wellness workshops and presentations and public speaking. But meanwhile, I have experience, I have my education, and I have my credentials to reinforce the fact that I am a wellness educator and coach and therefore can and should be doing all of those things. Right. So you see how it doesn't actually make sense because the evidence does not support the mindset. So now when we think about imposter syndrome, I want to talk about how does it impact our wellness? Well, imposter syndrome can lead to chronic stress. It can lead to anxiety and even to burnout. And when we constantly question our abilities, this erodes our self-confidence and it creates a cycle of negative thoughts. And this negativity seeps into other areas of our life. It could be in our relationships, our careers, our mindset, our purpose. And so oftentimes imposter syndrome also ends up holding us back. But because it's holding us back, we don't feel fulfilled. We don't feel like we are living out our purpose. And that also messes with us mentally too. And so it's really important that we address imposter syndrome so that we can maintain our mental and emotional well-being. And imposter syndrome, you know, this is the thing. It's real and it's not real. It's kind of like ghosts. You know, ghosts are not real to a lot of people. And they're only real to the people who believe that they're real. Does that make sense? So like, I don't believe in ghosts. So they're not real to me. So in my mind, I could say, oh, that's fake. But to someone who believes in ghosts, they really believe that they're there. So they're not going to accept me saying that they're fake because they believe in ghosts and see them every day. You know, maybe they talk to them. I don't know. So this is kind of the tricky part about imposter syndrome, because some people will say, don't even say the word imposter syndrome. It's not real. But again, if it's real for those people, then we still need to recognize that and validate their own experiences, right? And if those people hold it true, then we just have to try to shed light on it and get to the truth. But we can't just throw it away if someone is holding on to it. We have to work gently to help them understand so that they can discard those beliefs when they're ready. And so when we think about imposter syndrome, Honestly, it's like a chameleon. It shows up in different ways. It can be self-doubt or fear of exposure or visibility, perfectionism in comparison to those ahead of you. It shows up in a lot of different ways. So let's dig deeper into the mindset and tackle some of the subconscious beliefs that people have around imposter syndrome. 
So the first is I'm not qualified. Now, many women downplay their accomplishments or they don't want to seem boastful. So they lean into humility and they don't acknowledge their skills and talents. Sometimes women don't even give themselves credit for their own actions. They give credit to the team or luck or other external factors. Let me tell you, you need to reframe your thinking. You can be humble without downplaying things to the point where you discredit yourself. There can be a balance. And the second thought is, I don't belong here. And sis, let me tell you, you belong where you think you belong. And I want you to tap into the best version of yourself that you haven't reached yet. But she's out there somewhere. And you need to become her now in thought. Because she knows she belongs in all the spaces she puts herself in. So you need to reprogram your mind to believe that too. Otherwise, you will never become her. And number three is that I have to have experience and a successful track record. And may I ask you, how do you think people get experience? It's by starting with the first step and you work your way up from there. I promise you that no one has become an expert without taking action. So even if you don't have all the clients yet, or you don't have all the money yet, or the revenue, or the case studies, or the accolades, or the awards, you have to start somewhere. My business mentor said that to me today. She said, everyone starts at zero. Now, if you are facing imposter syndrome, I just want you to know you're not alone in your journey. The feelings of self-doubt and inadequacy that you experience are shared by a lot of other people and a lot of other women, including those who have achieved remarkable things. So just remember that your accomplishments aren't by accident. They are the outcomes of your hard work, your dedication, and your unique abilities and talents. And imposter syndrome tries to convince you that you're an outsider in your own story and that you don't belong in the spaces you've earned. But in truth, you've earned your place through your skills, knowledge, and resilience. So embrace your accomplishments and stand tall. I actually just recorded or just uploaded a video about that on Instagram about occupying spaces and making yourself known. So, you know, follow me on Instagram. I try to follow me in more of this kind of empowerment mindset talk because we really have to change. Now, if you currently feel like you're experiencing imposter syndrome and you feel like an imposter, I want you to ask yourself, why? Why do you feel like this? And how long do you plan to hold on to this identity? Are you willing to let it go? What are you willing to do to let it go? And does the future you that you're working towards becoming have imposter syndrome? And if no, what does that future you do differently? So I want to give you four practical strategies to help you overcome imposter syndrome. The first one is to cheer for yourself. You have got to get comfortable celebrating your wins, celebrating your accomplishments, celebrating your talents and skills. I want you to write these things down. Write all of your wins, all of your accomplishments down. I have this too. It's on a Google Doc. It's running. As a matter of fact, I probably need to update it. So I'm going to go do that as soon as I'm done recording this. And also tell people about the things that you're doing. 
Tell them about the accomplishments, even if they're small. Find friends to share the information with, your family members. Post about it online. Just tell people, okay? Channel your inner peacock and strut your stuff while holding your head high, spreading your feathers, and just occupying your space without apology. The second thing I want you to do is I want you to work on accepting praise. And a lot of women in particular struggle to accept compliments or recognition for their own achievements. And they tend to dismiss them and or we negate the situations. And I'm right there with you. And this is something I'm working on because I noticed like if somebody said to me, oh, I like your hair. I'd be like, oh, my gosh, it's you know, it's actually a little bit messy right now. Or oh, wow, your episode was so good. I really enjoyed your last podcast. And I would be like, oh, thank you. You know, I was up for so many hours working on it. Like, why do we add the extra information? Why can we not just say thank you? So that's what I've been working on is, you know, when someone gives me a compliment, I've been working really hard to say thank you and bite my tongue. Or if I really feel the need to say more, thank you, and I really appreciate that. But not to negate the praise. And so that is something else that you can try practicing. And just even be mindful of it. The next time someone gives you a compliment, just be mindful of how you answer. Like, pay attention to it. And you'll probably be surprised to realize that you might possibly negate the praise very often or dismiss it. The third strategy is to get a cheerleading squad. So I, you got to find those people that you know are just going to be in your corner cheering you on. It might be certain family members or certain friends. Like, you know, there's always those people and God bless these people because they just, that I think is their gift to the world is just them being able to celebrate others. But like, you know, sometimes you might post something on social media and there's that one friend who's always going to press like on your stuff or they're always going to send you a message and congratulate you. Like those friends are very helpful. And, you know, my mother-in-law is like that. It doesn't matter what I'm doing. She's going to press like. She's going to congratulate me. And I appreciate that. And I have a friend, Satisha. Shout out. I'm sure she's listening. You know, Satisha will be that one too to press like or send me a message or a little clap emoji, whatever it is. And like people notice these things. So get people in your corner and try to be that for someone else too, if you can, if it's authentic to you. Maybe you're just not that person who showers out praise all the time, or maybe your praise looks a little bit different. Like maybe it's in, in person or maybe occasionally you send an email or whatever. Like you have to do what works for you. But try to be that person for someone else and try to find those people in your life who are going to celebrate you. And sometimes, unfortunately, not all of us have like very supportive family members and friends and colleagues. So if you don't have that, then I would suggest you get a mentor, right? Because then a mentor can be someone who still cheers you on and someone who still supports you. Or if you don't have that, then get us a coach and a coach can do the same thing. But you just need somebody, somebody and preferably multiple people. That's why I said a cheerleading squad. 
Because when you hear multiple people celebrating you and multiple people cheering you on, their voices become louder than the voice in your head. And this is what we are trying to conquer. We're trying to conquer that little voice in your head. I call him a little devil or someone, yes, I was speaking to Christina. She said a little gremlin that's back there with all this negative self-talk that wants to bring you down and wants you to feel incapable of doing things. So you've got to say shh to that little devil. You've got to take back the mic and you've got to give the mic to positive influences around you, positive voices around you that are going to cheer you on, that are going to uplift you and that are going to support you in the things that you're doing and that are going to reinforce for you, you that you are capable and that you are worthy. And the last strategy is to reflect on your journey. So I want you to write down all the experiences you've had to date, including your education, your training, your credentials, your life experiences, whatever. Whatever it may be, qualify you for the role or position that you feel that you're an imposter or you feel an imposter syndrome towards. And whenever you doubt yourself, I want you to look back at this list because this list is evidence that you are qualified. If you have to stick it on your mirror, you have to stick it on your car, your phone, the wall, I don't know. If you need to tattoo it on yourself, do what you got to do so that you can believe the truth. We are seeking truth. And so for today's call to action, I want you to be kind to yourself and practice self-compassion. If you find that you're struggling with imposter syndrome, it is okay. That's where you're at right now. Acknowledge it and validate. That's the feeling that you have. And then say to yourself, how can I move forward? How can I step-by-step slowly work to overcome this? And in this journey, don't hesitate to seek support. As I said earlier, connect with friends or mentors who can provide perspective and encouragement. Or send me a message. I'd be happy to support you. And I want you to know that you possess a powerful light within you, a light that shines when you celebrate your achievements, when you dare to believe in your capabilities, and when you silence that inner critic. So your journey to overcoming imposter syndrome is a testament to your strength, a journey of growth, and it's an act of self-love. I invite you to say today's affirmation with me. I am confident in my abilities. Every accomplishment is a testament to my skills, talents, and hard work. In closing, as women, as a collective, we become stronger when we discard the imposter syndrome mindset and remind ourselves of our competency, our talents, our skills, and our unique contributions to the world. And we need to show up from a place of empowerment and confidence because this is what our daughters, our little sisters, our nieces, our young friends need to see. And if you're on your own wellness journey or you want to get started, you can download a free wellness assessment PDF. It's in the show notes or it's also on my Instagram if you click the link in bio to show you what area for you needs the most attention that you can work toward being that you can work towards being the highest version of yourself. This podcast is brought to you by Cavate Podcasting Platform. 
You can start a free trial by clicking the link in the show notes. Till next time, continue to serve yourself, your loved ones, and your community from a full cup.